Greetings, thanks to God. This is Pastor Monty Lester, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church located right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And once again, we want to thank you, uh, our online church family, for joining us this morning for this special celebration, this special celebration that we're bringing to you. Uh, I hope you've been blessed already by our Christmas service. And on the behalf of the Cedar Grove Church family as pastor, I just want to say Merry Christmas to each and every one of you. I'm so grateful to God. Thank God for our dancers and our young people and all the things that they have done already in this service to uh, usher us into the presence of the Lord and to worship the Lord in their own way. I thank God. Yes, Lord. Cedar Grove, uh, Christmas at Cedar Grove is usually a special time. Uh, it's a little different this year. I usually preach to a packed house. Uh, uh, everybody is representing and giving their gifts to God in a special way. And this year is a little different. Uh, instead of all of us being here, we're ministering to you in your homes. But but even in the midst of all of that, we still want you to settle yourselves, put your mind on heaven and heavenly divine things. And we're going to celebrate the greatest gift that God has ever given unto us. And that's the gift of salvation through his son, Jesus Christ. So we just want to say Merry Christmas uh, to each and every one of you that have tuned in today. Uh, I want to let you know that I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, this season as well as the things that God has on the agenda for the Cedar Grove Church even in the upcoming season in 2021. Yes, I want to let you know that our 21-day fast is on the way. Yes, Lord. Uh, This year it will be from January 3rd to January 23rd. Yes, January 3rd to January 23rd. And you don't have to be a member of the Cedar Grove Church family today to participate. I just believe in the power of fasting and praying and beginning every year seeking the face of God so that we can be doing what God is blessing versus just asking God to bless what we're doing. So super excited about that. Also excited about our new January series. Uh, The Spirit of the Lord has already spoken, has already given the series. So I'm super excited about what's coming up as relates to January, our new sermon series that will begin there. And uh, speaking of excitement, I'm just excited about uh, even New Year's. Hallelujah. Typically, we have a big New Year's Eve celebration here in the house uh, of God. Hallelujah. But we got something special that we have planned for you. And we just want you to stay tuned. Uh, As always, uh, like, tag, share, stay connected to us using our Church Center app, uh, using our Facebook page, as well as um, all of our other social media outlets. Yes, Lord. And if the word has been a blessing to you, if it's been a blessing to you and and somebody else that you know needs encouragement, continue to like, tag, and share. Uh, Continue to follow us and be a part of what God is doing right here at the Cedar Grove Church. So once again, I want to say Merry Christmas to you, and we're grateful to God for what he's doing in this place. Hallelujah. Well, let me say this. There is a word from God uh, that I would love to share with you on this Sunday. I want to call your attention to Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 39. Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 37. 35 through 37. Excuse me. Yes. And I'm sharing from the King James translation today. Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 37. Hallelujah. Here begins the reading of God's word. The word of God says, Who shall separate us from the love of God? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse 37 says, Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Hallelujah. I'm getting ready to pray, but the Lord and I want to minister from the subject today, the gift 
of love. Hallelujah. The gift of love. Yes, let us pray. Uh, precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this awesome opportunity to share your word. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the greatest gift that you've given unto the world, which is salvation through your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for preparation. We thank you for every family that we're able to reach even during this COVID-19 season. And now, Lord, we pray that your word would go forth with power and authority, that every saint, every sinner, every soul that's hearing this word will have an authentic encounter with you. I'm going to say thank you now for what you're getting ready to do. Have your way in the hearts and minds of these, your people. It's in the name of Jesus. We do pray. Somebody loves him. Shout amen. 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 The gift of love. Hallelujah. Uh, this is the season of celebration. This is where we celebrate the greatest gift that has ever been given to the world, which is salvation through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And some of you understand and know how to celebrate. As a matter of fact, uh, we, you celebrate your birthday uh, for a whole month, a lot of folks. But if there's ever a birth that needs to be celebrated for an entire season, it is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Because again, that's the greatest gift that God has ever given unto the world. Hallelujah. God loved us so much that he wanted to be with us. Yes, he wanted to forever be in our presence. Hallelujah. And he, see, he paved the way through giving us the gift of salvation uh, through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And the whole point of this sermon and sermon series is that we should come and adore him, that we should worship him and thank him for his goodness of his gift. Hallelujah. The gifts that he continues to give to the believer for those that would put their trust in him. Hallelujah. We have reason to worship and we have reason to celebrate. And today I want to talk about the gift of love. Hallelujah. The gift of love. Uh, because believe it or not, the, the motivation uh, from God to give the gifts that he's given unto the earth. Hallelujah. Uh, the gift, uh, the motivation was love itself. My Bible tells me in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, uh, but shall have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Amen. So the reason why God gave us his son, Jesus, is love. Uh, love was the motivation behind everything uh, that God has done and everything that God continues to do in the earth. And what I like about the love of God um, uh, the love of God is kind of like a uh, love at first sight, kind of like it is when a parent first gives birth to a child. Hallelujah. Or some of those who have been in love like I've been like I'm in love. Hallelujah. You know, the gift of love. The first time you lay eyes on that individual. Hallelujah. You're instantly in love. But for those of that hadn't been down the road that I am. Hallelujah. I want to talk to all the parents today because parents, you understand the gift of love at first sight. Hallelujah. Uh, that you didn't know your kids. They're not good enough to do anything or hadn't done anything, but just because they were born in the earth, hallelujah, just because you laid eyes on them, you loved them. And that's how the love of God is, hallelujah. He didn't care whether we we're naughty or nice, hallelujah. Uh, we didn't get good enough to earn his love or deserve his love. My Bible tells me in Romans 5 and 8, hallelujah, but God commended his love towards us that while we were yet sinners, that Christ died for us. Uh, in other words, we didn't earn it. We didn't deserve it. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. It wasn't anything that we did. Uh, he didn't care if we were naughty or nice. Yes. He uh, commended his love for us while we were yet sinners that he died for us. Uh, John says it this way in 1 John 4 and 9. In this, the love of God was manifested toward us that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. 
Hallelujah. So I thank God for the gift of love today. And that's what we're celebrating in this season, the gift of love that God has for us, that he sent his son Jesus to hang, bleed and die. Hallelujah. It was love that that sent him here. Yes, let me say that it was love that that caused Jesus to come here. Yes, Lord. And and I just believe that the greatest gift of all times. Yes, Lord, the greatest gift as we as we look at the Bible and as we go through the many gifts of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Paul talks about him in first Corinthians 12, 13 and 14. But in first Corinthians 13 and 13, he says now abideth hope, faith and love. But the greatest of these. Yes, the greatest gift that God has given is love. Yes, it's still the greatest of all times. Yes, the gift of love. Well, that brings me to my text today, because here this is the Apostle Paul, and he's writing to the Romans. Hallelujah. In Romans uh, chapter eight, verses thirty five through seven, Paul talks about this awesome gift that God has given us, the gift of love. Uh, And what he says is, who shall separate us uh, from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for thy sakes, we are killed all the day long. Yes, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. But nay, yeah, in all things, we are more than conquerors through him. There it is that loved us. Does anybody know that God loves you today? Hallelujah. God loves you. And and as we travel through the text and what Paul is saying to the Romans in this particular verse, uh, I want to talk about the gift of love. Amen. The gift of love. Uh, The first thing I want to talk about is the reality of God's love. Uh, the reality of God's love. Uh, the reality. I want to let you know that God's love is not a fairy tale. Uh, it's not a fictional story like someone else who gets a lot of attention during this season. Hallelujah. Uh, the gift of love, the reality of God's love is the, the miraculous reminder uh, of the story of God's love becoming flesh and dwelling among us. Yes, uh, uh, that story, yes, Lord, where Jesus became flesh, the word of God became flesh and dwelled among us. Hallelujah. Uh, The reality, uh, that reality is not only did he come, but he died for us to redeem us from our sins. And not only that, he's gone and ascended back to heaven to prepare a place so that we can be forever with him, forever in his presence. Hallelujah. That's love right there. Because you know how it is when you're in love with somebody. You only want to be in their presence all the time. Hallelujah. Some of you remember new love when you would stay up on the phone all night long, just breathing in it. Yes, Lord, because you just wanted to be in that person's presence. Yes, Lord. Well, I want to talk about the reality of God's love. Amen. The reality of God's love. Can we go deeper tonight? Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, because believe it or not, uh, this reality talks about Jesus leaving heaven. Yes. Uh, some of you understand that that Jesus was in heaven and he left to come to earth. Uh, that's why uh, we call it Emmanuel, God with us. Yes, Lord. But my Bible tells me this way. Yes, Lord, as it relates to Jesus leaving heaven to come to earth. John 1 and 1 put it this way, that in the beginning was the word. And the word um, uh, was God and the word, uh, the word was with God, excuse me. And the word was God. Yes, Lord. In other words, before he created the heavens and the earth, before anything else was created, uh, the word uh, Jesus himself. Yes, Lord, uh, was in heaven with God. Hallelujah. And verse 14 goes on to say, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Yes, Lord. Uh, the word became flesh and dwelt among among us. Yes. And and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten 
of the Father, full of grace and truth. That's talking about Jesus. Yes, Lord. It talked about how Jesus came from heaven to earth. Yes, Lord. The reality is not a, it's not a fairy tale. He came from heaven to earth. As a matter of fact, uh, the reality of God's love is displayed because he, Jesus, in his coming from heaven to earth, yes, he was uh, able to fulfill over 350 prophecies uh, uh, that had talked previously about his miraculous birth, yes, his sinless life, and then the sacrifice that he made for our sins, yes. Uh, over 350 prophecies, uh, prophets had spoken long before Christ had come into the earth to talk about the reality of God's love, yes, Lord, to tell you that when you saw Jesus, oh, uh, that you would know that this is the one. Yes. Uh, uh, as a matter of fact, Isaiah prophesied about it over 600 years before Jesus came to the earth. Yes. Uh, Isaiah saw Jesus' mother. He said it this way in Isaiah 7 and 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Uh, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God with us. Yes, Lord. Isaiah, 600 years before Jesus came to the earth. Yes. Reality. Saw his mother. Not only that, uh, the prophet saw his birth. Yes, Lord. Isaiah 96 put it this way. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Yes, Lord. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and, and, and he sh his name shall be called Wonderful. Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father and the prince of peace. Yes, Lord. Isaiah saw his birth. He saw his mother. Yes, Lord. Uh, this is reality before Jesus even came onto the scene. Hallelujah. And not only that, he saw that Jesus is coming again to redeem believers uh, to be forever in his presence. He he saw Jesus's crucifixion. Uh, Isaiah said it this way in Isaiah 53 and five. He said, for he was wounded. Yeah, for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. Uh, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, yeah, we are healed. Yes, he saw his stripes. He saw his crucifixion. Yes, Lord. And again, he saw that he's coming again to, uh, uh, to, uh, to redeem believers to be forever in his presence and with his love. Hallelujah. That's reality right there. Hallelujah. And I thank God that this is not a fairy tale. I thank God that this is not a story. Yes, Lord. Uh, I thank God that Jesus, uh, the only only begotten Son of God fulfilled the prophecies that had been uh, spoken uh, for, for years, hundreds of years before his life. Yes, Lord, he fulfilled them, the reality of God's love. But not only do I want to talk about the reality of God's love today, I want to talk about uh, the rebellion against God's love. Mm. Uh, the rebellion against God's love. I'm in verses 35 and 36 uh, because the Bible says, who shall separate us uh, from the love of God? Shall tribulation or distress uh, uh, or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword, as it is written, for thy sakes, uh, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yes, Lord, the rebellion against God's love. And I guess you could say, well, who uh, would ever rebel against the love that God has for us? Well, this is uh, what's talking about here is uh, uh, Satan and his agenda. Hallelujah. Satan and his agenda. And the rebellion against God's love begins with Satan. Uh, it's detailed in Isaiah chapter 14 in your Bible where it talks about how Satan, uh, a heavenly being, was also in heaven himself. Yes, Lord. But because he had his own agenda, yes, Lord, to rebel versus to submit to the will of God, yes, uh, he got kicked out of heaven, him and one third of the angels. And now this fallen angel is, is down on earth, uh, Roman 
forming a, as a spirit amongst the earth, hallelujah, with his number one objective is to separate us from the love of God. Yes, Lord, he rebelled against God and his desires that each and every one of us will rebel against the love of God as well. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And I want to let you know that he uses all of these things. He he uses uh, the things that Paul is talking about right here in these verses. Hallelujah. He uses uh, uh, separation. He uses all these things to separate us. Uh, he uses uh, persecution. Uh, he uses uh, famine. He uses nakedness. Uh, he uses the sword. He, he uses all of these things to separate us from what God desires to do in our lives. Hallelujah. Uh, somebody shout separation. Yes. Uh, he wants us to be separated from God's love as well. Uh, the rebellion against God's love. And I want to let you know that separation is one of his tools uh, that he uses. And I want to let you know it's an effective tool. Uh, that's why we see today that we have mamas versus against daddies. Hallelujah. We have friends that have become frenemies. Uh, we have brothers against sisters. Hallelujah. He uses separation. Hallelujah. God's love has been under attack uh, ever since Satan has been released on the earth. Amen. And his desire again for us is to separate us from the love that is in Christ Jesus or the love that Christ has for us. Amen. It's an old one, but it's an effective one. As a matter of fact, you don't have to take my word for it. You can ask Adam and Eve in the garden uh, and the, how he attacked and tried to divide and conquer them in Genesis chapter 3. You don't have to take my word for it. You can ask Jesus himself. Yes, uh, when Herod had the attack against Christ at his birth in Matthew chapter 2. You don't have to take my word for it. Uh, Satan has been busy. He even tempted Christ in the wilderness in Matthew chapter 3. You don't have to take my word for it. Somebody here can testify, yes, Lord, that your faith has been attacked on a, under attack throughout 2020, yes, Lord. And the aim and the desire is for Satan to separate us from the love of Christ, to get us to rebel and to reject the love that God has for us. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know today that the devil is still defeated. <laughs> I want to let you know that God is still on the throne. Yes, Lord. And what Paul is saying is that who can separate us from the love of Christ Jesus? Yes. Although that, that may be the devil's intention, uh, because it's in your Bible in John 10 and 10, that the thief cometh but to kill, to steal, and to destroy. You've heard me say that two, three thousand times, but not because I don't have anything else to say, but I want to get that in your spirit. Yes, Lord. I want you to understand that the enemy is not your friend. Uh, sin is not your friend. The thief cometh but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I'm glad right there, hallelujah, that we don't leave you right there. I, I want to let you know that Jesus said, I have come, yeah, that you may have life, and that you may have it more abundantly. Yes, Lord, Satan has an agenda to help uh, to entice you to rebel against God's love. But I want to let you know that Jesus, uh, he came. Yes, that's the reason why he came. That's the reason why he left heaven. Yes, Lord, that he can come down to let you know about the love of Christ. As a matter of fact, John 6 and 33 says this way for for the bread of God. Is he who came down, there it is, from heaven and gives life into the world. John goes on in John 6 and 51 and says, I am the bread which came down. There it is. He came down from heaven. And if anyone eats this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I give into the world. Yes, Lord. That's why Jesus came. The Bible goes on in John 12 and 47. It says, if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do and does not believe. I do not judge him for I did not come to judge to judge the world, but to save the world. That's why he came. He came not to judge, but to save the world. Hallelujah. Verse Matthew 18 and 11 puts it this way for the son of man 
has come to save that which was lost. That's the reason why he came, to save us and redeem us from our sins. Luke 19 and 10 says it this way, for the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Yes, Lord. So God says, you know what? I know the enemy desires to get you to rebel against the love of God and to reject the love of God. But Jesus said, I came. Yes, that you may have life. Yes, and have it more abundantly. Yes, Lord, uh, more abundantly. So as I get ready to take my seat, I just wanted a simple message today, and I just want to help you to understand what's going on, the reason why we celebrate this season to the with the level of intensity that we do or should celebrate it anyway, the reason why we come to adore him, the reason why we decorate our homes, and the reason why we continue to give gifts uh, uh, to, to, to those that we love is because God loved us first. Yes, and he's given us the gift of love. So the reality of God's love, number one, yes, it's no fairy tale. Uh, Jesus fulfilled over 350 prophecies. Yes, Lord. Uh, the reality of God's love, the rebellion against God's love. Yes. Uh, Satan rebelled against the love of God and he desires for us to separate uh, from God's love and rebel against it too. And last in my final point, I want to let you know about the, the revelation from God's love. Lord have mercy. The revelation from God's love. I'm in verse number 37. This is what shouted me when I was at home, y'all. Yes, Lord. Uh, the Bible says, as, as Paul was talking about this thing, he says, what can sh shall separate us from the love of God? In verse 35, and he talked about how we're persecuted. Uh, but verse number 37, he hollers, yay, nay. <laughs> Hallelujah. He says, nay, uh, in other words, we can't be separated. Nay, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, Paul says, you know what? God loves us. And because of this love, there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God. He says, nay, in all of these things, although we may go through persecution, Although we may go through famine, some of us have gone through that in, in 2020. Although we may even face the sword, no, life or death itself, nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. And what Paul says in verse 37, he says, and all things that we are more uh, than conquerors uh, through him that loved us. And, and that's the revelation that hit me today. Uh, that's the revelation that hit me when I was prayerfully pursuing the Lord on this sermon right here. He says that we are more than conquerors. And for, for forever, I've read that scripture and I didn't quite understand uh, what more than a conqueror was. But, but God gave me a revelation about his love today. Yes, Lord. And, and helping me to understand what it means to be more than a conqueror. Yes, to be more. Because believe it or not, uh, uh, most of us would be satisfied with just being a conqueror. Yes, most of us would be satisfied with just being a conqueror. That means that we've experienced these types of tribulations. Uh, we've experienced uh, 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 famine. Uh, we've experienced peril. We've experienced uh, uh, the threat that comes like it does from a sword. Hallelujah. And most of us would be comfortable by just by being a conqueror, one that overcame it one that defeated it, uh, one that survived it, uh, one that just like Mike Tyson at the end of a match, uh, you're raising your hands, yes, Lord, and they put the belt on you and they declare that you are the winner, the, the champion, yes, Lord, that you have conquered and defeated your foe. 
But I want to let you know today that God, uh, in this situation, the, the revelation from God's love is this right here, is that he doesn't want us just to be a conqueror. Uh, he doesn't want us just to overcome it. Hallelujah. He wants us to be more than a conqueror. And I guess some of you may say, well, what is that? Well, I'm glad you asked today. Hallelujah. Because being more than a conqueror means this right here. Catch this. Uh, not only, not that you just, you didn't just endure what you've been through. Uh, but you've learned to enjoy life because of it. <laughs> Let me say that again. Uh, being more than a conqueror means that you didn't just endure what you went through, but you've learned to enjoy life uh, even more because of what you've been through. That's when uh, the truth of Romans 8 and 28 and 29 comes uh, uh, to, to fruition in our lives. Uh, uh, a scripture that I often quote, uh, and I do that intentionally as well, because we understand the truth of Romans 8 and 28, that for we know that God works all things uh, together for the good of those who love him. Yes, uh, for the call according to his purpose. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, and when we understand that we didn't, uh, God didn't just allow this uh, for us to uh, this hardship or this tribulation to be something that we just endured. Hallelujah. God wants to get some good and some glory out of this situation. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, he wants to make us better as a consequence of what we've been through. Yes, uh, that's how we become more than a conqueror. Yes, Lord, because now what the enemy meant for bad. Yes, God has worked it for our good. Yes, Lord. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're better at the end of the test we're better at the end of the tribulation we're better at the end of the trial because god allowed us to come through it and verse 29 says it's for this purpose so that we can become conformed to the image of his son yes that we can radiate the glory of god in the earth yes that's the revelation from god's love yes lord somebody shout i'm better yes lord yes i'm better yes lord uh i know uh, uh we didn't like it while we were going through the test we didn't like it while we're going through the trial hallelujah we didn't like it when we're going through the tribulation but has anybody matured enough to be able to look through the rearview mirror of your life and say you know what lord i thank god for every mountain that you brought me over lord i thank you for every valley that you've seen me through and because of that lord i can say hallelujah i can praise you because not only did i endure it now that i look back on it i can enjoy it because it's because of you yes lord i am better now as a matter of fact if marvin sapp was here today he'd say i I'm better, yes. I'm stronger, yes. I'm wiser, yes, Lord. And I never would have made it because of you. Has anybody else gotten that revelation besides Marvin and Monty this morning? Yes, Lord, that, that because of these things, yes, Lord, God says he gives us this revelation that he wants us to be more than a conqueror. And that's why Paul picked it up and he went on, hallelujah, later on to say, you know what? Uh, therefore, I am persuaded. Yes, that neither death nor life, yes, Lord, nor powers, nor principalities, nor heights, nor depth, nor, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love which is in Christ Jesus. Yes, Lord, God wants us to be better because of what we've been through. No, uh, God wants us to be better. He calls us to, to get the revelation that we're uh, from God's love, that he has allowed these things uh, to make us better. As a matter of fact, Joseph, was, if he was here today, he'd say, you know what, the enemy... 
meant it for bad, yeah. But God worked it for my good. I'm not just a conqueror, I'm more than a conqueror. As a matter of fact, I'm better because of what I went through. If David was here today, yes, Lord, he was chased, uh, was uh, uh, anointed to be king as a teenager, hallelujah, and still had to run from Christ, or uh, run from Saul, excuse me, uh, for, for 15 years of his life, hallelujah. But because of what he'd been through, yes, Lord, what the enemy meant for bad, God had worked it from his good, yes, Lord. God had promoted him and put him through the situation, and then he was able to understand and rule as a just king. Hallelujah. Not only Joseph, not only David, you even know Job's testimony. But most importantly, you know Jesus' testimony. Hallelujah. Because it looked like uh, 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 he went through a bad situation as well. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know that he is more than a conqueror because one Friday he died, but early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Yes, Lord. And that's the consequence. He's, he's more than a conqueror. Yes, Lord. He didn't just conquer death and the grave. He, he got some good out of it. Now, because of that, he's sitting on the right-hand side and he's of the other father and he's interceding for us. And now that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, yes, but shall have everlasting life. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you, but I thank God for that revelation. I thank God for that revelation. As a matter of fact, the reason why we uh, celebrate an empty cross now it's because it lets us know that we're more than a conqueror as followers of Christ because he defeated death and the grave. Yes, Lord, he conquered death and the grave. Now that when we uh, uh, believe in him, yes, Lord, even tribulation, hallelujah, even death, it still won't be able to separate us from the love of God. God will get some good out of it. As a matter of fact, death will just usher us from the ones that we love to the one that loves us most. God is going to get some glory out of that. And that's the revelation behind it. So my brothers and sisters, as, as we celebrate this season, as we uh, uh, go through this season of celebration, where we celebrate the greatest gift that God has given unto the world. Yes, Lord, uh, the gift of love. Hallelujah. Uh, what shall separate us or who shall separate us from the love? which is in Christ Jesus, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or sword or nakedness or peril. Hallelujah. Nothing shall be able to separate us from the love which is in Christ Jesus because we are more than conquerors. And I want to let you know that I'm just like Paul today. I'm persuaded. Hallelujah. That everything that God is of, that God loves us and that he sent his son uh, that we could forever be in his presence. And although the devil thought he had him, although the devil thought he had accomplished his agenda by still separating us from the love of God by, by uh, when he saw Christ die on that cross. Hallelujah. But even just like that, Christ let us know that he's not just a conqueror, that he's more than a conqueror. What was meant for bad, God worked it for our good. He got up and now he's interceding and guess what he loves us so much he's given us the gift of love that he's now ascended and he's on the right hand side of the father but guess what this gift of love is the gift that keeps on giving because believe it or not christ is coming back again he's coming back to redeem us uh, from this world uh, where there's death decay and disease and take us over there where there's no more sickness no more sadness no more sorrow. Hallelujah. That's a gift right there. That's the gift of love. He loved us so much that he died for us. So the question to consider today is what will you do with this gift that God has given you? Hallelujah. Um, my heart's desire, my prayer for you is that you receive this gift. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Two things. Receive it and then reflect it. 
uh, receive the gift, uh, and that's by believing in Jesus. Uh, Paul told the Romans that in Romans 8, hallelujah, that if we ex believe with our, accept, believe, and confess, if we accept the fact that we're born a sinner, believe that Jesus is the Son of God and confess with our mouth, yes, Lord, uh, that we shall be saved. Uh, why don't you receive the gift of salvation this season? God has reminded us in 2020, hallelujah, of how temporary life can be. Yes, Lord. And if you didn't learn anything else, you should learn, hallelujah, in 2020, that, that uh, death does not discriminate. It's coming back for each and every one of us. Hallelujah. But the good news is that there is a gift of eternal life that is through Christ Jesus. And God wants us to receive it today, but not only to receive it. Just like Jesus, uh, the gift that keeps on giving, he wants us to reflect it as well. I want to uh, challenge you, my brothers and sisters. Yes, Lord, as you receive this gift, if the love of God is in your heart, hallelujah, do just like Jesus. Uh, intentionally sow it and share it with somebody else. Hallelujah. Continue to produce. Uh, allow the, the fruit of the Spirit to produce godly fruit in your life. Yes. Make sure this world is better because the love of Christ has been placed inside of you. Hallelujah. And if you're here today, and you're hearing this message, I believe the greatest gift that you could ever give to yourself is the gift of salvation. So if you're here, I, I want to let you know that you can be saved today. Hallelujah. You can be saved today. Uh, receive this gift of love. Receive the gift of Jesus Christ in your heart. Hallelujah. And if you want to do that, you can just pray with me right now. Hallelujah. God wants you to be saved. And not only that, but for those that are already saved, he wants you to, to share this gift. So let us all pray. Say, Lord Jesus come into my heart I want to make you ruler and savior I believe that I was born a sinner I believe that Jesus is the son of God I believe that he died for me I receive this gift now live inside of me all the days of my life and I'll receive you when you come back for me it's in the name of Jesus we do pray somebody loves him shout amen Hallelujah. Give God some praise. If you just received Christ for the first time, I want to let you know that even in this COVID season, souls are being saved. Uh, people are uniting with the church. Hallelujah. You can just email us at cedargrovechurch.org. Uh, uh, you can just contact us even using our church center app. Let somebody know that you received the gift of salvation. Yes, Lord. And we're planning on having even uh, um, uh, baptisms when we come back together. Hallelujah. So we thank God for you. We love you and God loves you even more. As a matter of fact, he loves you so much that he gave you the gift of love. Hallelujah to each and every one of us that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. So receive it and uh, uh, reflect it as well as you share it with others. The word of God for the people of God and the people of God did say, amen. God bless you. May he ever keep you is our prayer.